guys. Welcome back to the Dear Me Podcast. I'm Brianne Warner. And I'm Tammy Riley. We're excited to be back with you this week, giving you more tips to improve your life and build your wealth. Every episode, we'll be bringing you life hacks that will hopefully help you on your way to becoming one of those functioning adults that we all envy on Instagram. We wanted to give people who didn't necessarily get this information growing up a podcast that kind of just breaks it all down in a way we wish we could have gotten in grade school or college or basically just at some point when we were still younger and financially dependent. Exactly. So we're just going to do a quick introduction for any new listeners that haven't had a chance to go back and listen to our first episode yet. So like I said before, I'm Tammy. I'm a PR and marketing professional by day and an influencer by night. I'm 25 years old, soon to be 26, and I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. I created my own brand, Youngfully Employed, formerly called Life After College, in 2015. I blog part-time on my own website, youngfullyemployed.com, and I post blog-style videos on my YouTube channel. I'm Brianne, and I'm a vocal music teacher in Houston, Texas. I'm 25 years old, also about to be 26. I went to college at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City, where I studied musical theater. And now I'm married to my husband, Taylor, who's a Navy veteran, and we have two little bitty girls under two years old. Okay, let's get started. Our topic today is something we could all use a little bit more of, nutrition and general wellness. Mm -hmm. The goal of this episode is simply to provide you with some basic information about how to take care of your body. We'll be discussing topics like hydration, hygiene, and sleep that we all need to achieve that healthy, happy status. We'll also touch on information about weight control and popular diet plans. Mostly, though, we'll give you tips about how to apply wellness techniques to your everyday life. Obviously, we support and encourage health and happiness over any sort of image. We just want you happy and feeling good. Then at the end, we'll have a very special interview with local Houston fitness trainers and nutritionists, Jabari and Kathy Teamer. I am excited. Me too. (laughs) So let's jump in and talk about some basic healthy living tips that everybody should know. Starting with the most important, stay hydrated. (laughs) Hydration is critical for your heart, muscle, and kidney health. Keeping the body hydrated uh, helps the heart more easily pump blood through the blood vessels to the muscles. And that, in turn, helps the muscles work more efficiently. Like, dehydration could lead to to all kinds of problems, ranging from, like, swollen feet or a headache to something, like, life-threatening, like a heat stroke or something like that. Goodness. Yeah. Drinking water can also help you boost the number of calories you burn. While most basic sources will tell you to drink at least 64 ounces of water a day, what you need could vary. So just make sure that you're drinking enough water according to your personal needs. The best and quickest way to tell if you're getting enough water is to check your urine color. The lighter it is, the better. So, uh, You can also tell if your body needs water by your hunger pains. Like if you're hungry but you just ate, just try drinking some water and that'll probably get rid of those pains. Now, I know there are some people out there that don't like the taste of water, which is weird to me, but whatever. Weird. But if you don't like the taste of plain water, you can just try infusing your water with fruits like lemon, lime, orange, strawberry, peach, like anything will work, really. So that point that you mentioned about being dehydrated and getting swollen feet, I have never heard that before. Yeah, like... It happens, like, all the time. Like, if somebody's, like, been playing sports and you can tell it's, like, hot outside and they haven't drank enough water, 
once the practice is over, their whole like leg, ankle, foot will be like really swollen. That's crazy. Oh my god. Or like, have you ever been running and you like your your feet feel like big? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the start of that. I just thought I was like too big for my body. Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Also, infusing your water. Yeah. So, have you ever done that? Yeah, I do. I did it with, like, strawberry, um, but, like, it took me a while to figure out how to do it, because, yeah. like, you you have to, like, cut the fruit up and, like, have the ripest fruit, mm-hmm. otherwise it's just going to taste like you're drinking, you know, fruit skin flavored water. Which is exactly how mine tasted like. It just, it just tastes like I dropped the strawberry in there. Yeah. It didn't taste any... With, like, oranges, like, a lot of people just like to cut up an orange in, like, six pieces and put it in there, the whole thing with the skin, which is ridiculous to me. Wow. <laughs> like, you see all the pictures on Instagram of whole, like, they just oh, take a yeah, whole fruit inside of a water yeah. bottle. Yeah, so that, that that doesn't make any sense to me. That's going to taste gross. But, yeah. like, what I did one time was I had, like, one of those little mandarin orange cups, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I poured all the, the syrup out and just put the oranges in there. Like, in the water. Yeah. And it that tasted great. Wow. Yeah, like, the orange really came through. So, like, if you have an orange, probably, like, peel it. Right? Like, <laughs> you know, okay. before you put it in the water. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, anything that you put in there. Just cut it up. Make sure it's open so the fruit taste can actually yeah, get into the water. Through. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. But I drink a lot of water. Yeah. I, I need to do better with that. I will admit. <laughs> um... Yes, I could definitely be better at that. <laughs> yeah. But right up there with staying hydrated is having healthy sleep habits. Now, getting good sleep is crucial to having a generally healthy lifestyle. But poor sleep has repeatedly been linked to a higher body mass index and weight gain. And then on top of that, many sleep disorders like sleep apnea are worsened by weight gain. It's a vicious cycle that can be hard to escape, obviously. for sure. Sleep can also help you fight cravings and make more healthy choices. Lack of sleep alters the way your brain works, which make it way harder to make healthy choices and resist tempting foods. Oh, yeah. Poor sleep can also cause the cells in your body to become insulin resistant. And insulin is the hormone that converts the sugar in your blood into energy. So when your cells become insulin resistant, more of that sugar stays sitting in your bloodstream, which causes the body to produce even more insulin to compensate. It's the excess insulin that makes you hungrier and tells your body to store more calories as fat. Just a few days of poor sleep can cause insulin resistance similar to that of type 2 diabetes. The National Sleep Foundation recommends that you change your sleep habits If you don't, A, fall asleep within 15 to 20 minutes of lying down to sleep, me, B, (laughs) regularly sleep a total of seven to nine hours in a 24-hour period, definitely don't do that, Mm -mm. C, have continuous sleep throughout the night, definitely don't have that, Yeah. and D, wake up feeling refreshed as if you filled the tank. Yeah, we're flunking out here. Yeah, we're totally, (laughs) just failed that entire time. I've been doing better. I really have been doing better, like... (laughs) <laughs> I, the seven to nine hours is kind of not a thing for me right now because my baby still like wakes up true so true. i get like you know 
six to seven, Ooh, usually. Okay. You know, something Ooh. around there, just because I spend like an hour getting up at nights and mm-hmm. feeding her, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, girl. I get about the same, but I think it's just because I don't know how to control my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I only get about six hours. I mean, that's fair. I just, you know, I just need to do better with that. But I have never fallen asleep. In 15 minutes. No, not since I was a little kid. Never. No. Ever. Like, what? I didn't even know that was, like, the normal thing. No. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. It takes me at at least, at least, like, 35 minutes. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, if I'm, like... Super tired. Yeah, kind of on the way to being tired already. Yes. But 15 minutes. No way. Not unless I was, like, drunk or something. Right? (laughs) Right? That's the only way. Yes, like, like, there's no way. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I definitely need to change my sleep habits, <laughs> according to the National Sleep Foundation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I've been doing better about, like, getting to bed at a good time and, like, waking up feeling refreshed because right. I sleep a little bit earlier. But that 15 to 20 minutes and the continuous sleep throughout the night, nah. And the weight gain part, that's something serious. Yeah. I definitely know And actually, they just had another study come out, and they said that it it affects particularly women. Of course it does. Because <laughs> why would women right, like, have anything easy in life? No, not at all. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, but... The few times that I did get good sleep, though, I did feel super refreshed yeah like like they said like yeah. i filled the tank yeah i actually had a good night's sleep last night oh that's good i know just in time for this yeah. episode uh-huh. <laughs> um and no i legitimately felt good mm-hmm. like i was not dragging yeah. i didn't you know like need anything to pet me up no. i just kind of yeah went to work yeah know? i mean that was me like two days ago i got a good night's sleep last night we had a party, so uh, I was still, like, amped up from that, so I couldn't get to sleep. Oh, yeah, y'all partied it up for Father's Day. Yeah, for Father's Day, yeah. Awesome. Happy Father's Day to every father Happy out father's there. Day. Yay. Um, yeah, anyway. So, but what I will say is that my sleep has gotten so much better since, like, I was a kid. Since mm-hmm. I was, like, like a college kid, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think I would sleep for maybe an average of, three to five hours when I was in college. Yeah, I was running on three hours the entire four years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. I don't even know how I made it through because I imagine myself getting three hours right now. I would die. I would literally pass out of the room. <laughs> I would die. That, there's no possible way. No, not at all. At all. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, but I guess Definitely. our little young bodies were like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because I was like, yeah, party all night. Oh, 8 a.m. ballet class? Awesome. Right? Let's do it. And we're not even that far removed no. from college. No. Like, we're only 25. Yeah, right. It's been, but, what, four years since we've been out? Yeah, it must not, be four years. Yeah. So, it, but still, my body has changed so yeah. much since then. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> yeah, no. I have no explanation. It's not the same. Like <laughs> definitely, whoever's listening out there, if your body hasn't changed yet, it will. Be blessed. Get ready. Okay. <laughs> all right. So personal hygiene is a part of day to day health that we all like to think we keep up with, but sometimes we can miss the mark. <laughs> Having good hygiene obviously leads directly to better health. Keeping your body clean helps prevent illness and infection from bacteria and viruses. 
The most obvious example being that the simple act of washing your hands with soap regularly is an effective way to keep germs from spreading. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a bath with sh- or shower with soap at least once a day, using some sort of antiperspirant to keep your sweating under control, brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing, washing your hair, keeping your clothes clean. All of these are just basic ways to maintain your personal hygiene. Yeah, so you're also going to want to take care of your skin and keep it moisturized and protect it from the sun with either oils or moisturizing lotions and sunscreen. And yes, even black people have to wear sunscreen when planning to be out in the sun for extended periods of time. The melanin in our skin does soak up more of the sun's rays, but they can still be harmful to our overall skin health. So just make sure you keep yourself protected with SPF if you're going to be out for like an extended period of time. I told you the other day that I just found that out a year ago yeah. that I should have been wearing sunscreen this whole time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I probably been. It's horrible. Like burning my skin to oh death. My, I just like, totally thought we were fine. No, it was not. And girl, I used to be in track. We would be yeah, out there all day. No, <laughs> exactly. I was a cheerleader. Oh, oh we yes. out there. Oh my All gosh. Kinds of, and none of us had all sunscreen. Not a one. Oh, not a single one. That's really, really Our skin's going to fall off. <laughs> no, it's fine. Our dead skin cells are gone now. They're very dead and gone. Right? We have new, refreshed skin from our new, refreshed skincare. Please wear sunscreen, folks. Yeah, please. Please do it, no matter who you are. <laughs> and... The part you mentioned about brushing your teeth twice a day, yeah, I don't do that. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, and I'm, I'm about to get TMI here. Oh. I know someone's going to judge me, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't bathe every day if I'm just being completely honest. I mean, like, if I'm not going to work or something, if I'm not really going anywhere. Right. And I'm not gross, I'm just. Right. If I'm just chilling in the house with the AC on. Nobody's like, going to smell me but me and the other people that stank in this house, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I know. I mean, like, if I'm going to be out in public, I'm obviously going to be clean. Right. If I'm in my house and y'all, one of y'all work for UPS and you come to my door, look. You know, I mean, you get what you get. You (laughs) came to my door. Okay. You (laughs) came here. You knew what was here. All right. You knew. (laughs) Do you floss? I mean, no. Nah. I mean, I have those little floss stick things, but, um,. Like, we don't use them when I have meat in my teeth. Or something. Of course. <laughs> we don't have, we, I mean, we do have toothpicks, actually, but. Supposed to they're floss just so much easier. every day. Yeah, you are. My teeth are probably so gross on the inside. But I brush them really hard. But, you know, it's Once really, <laughs> it's really important, though, because I have, I think, four inclusive cavities, which is what they call them. The cavities in between your teeth. I have, like, four of them. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, it's actually, like, a really big deal. Like, you really should be flossing. I just... Oh, I've never had a cavity before. So, I'm like... I Well, let me just say this. The last time I went to the dentist was probably when I was, like, 16. Wow. So... You probably have a lot of... I probably do. Cavities. Yeah. But, I don't know. Well, lucky you. Because well, I have, like, 20 different cavities. <laughs> so, um... I just yeah. won't go to the dentist, and then I can always keep saying that I've never had Oh, that is so... Y'all do not take an example no, please from God does take my advice. That is not good. Oh, All right, so now that Love we're just going to move on... Uh, oh, you know what, though? Let's talk about... Do you have a skincare routine? 
I don't, and I want one. Yeah, I've been like trying to build mine back up because I had one in in high school because I had acne. Mm-hmm. But you know, once it started going away in college, I really just stopped dealing with my skin other than like washing it. Mm-hmm. But I just started getting back into it, and so now I have like. A whole thing with two scrubs and I mean two uh cleansers and a scrub and like toner and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. So I use like a milk scrub for the morning time because it's like a gentle scrub and it gets you know mm-hmm. nighttime sweat off. Mm-hmm. And then I have a foaming scrub for like taking off my makeup at night. Right. When I wash my face at night. So those are your two cleansers. Yeah, those are my two cleansers, and then every like, let me see, like twice a week. I use one of those, like, peel-off scrub oh, masks. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. like, twice a week. And then they get, they're supposed to get rid of acne scars. Okay. Yeah, and then I use toner after all of that. And what's the toner for? It kind of just, like, keeps everything, solidifies everything you just did. It closes up your pores mm-hmm. so no more dirt or whatever can get in there. Wow. And, like, makes your skin feel tight. Okay. Another big question that I've always had. Uh-huh. What is the difference... Between a moisturizer and lotion? Well, it's nothing really. Honestly, there's nothing really. But oh, it's just like it. certain things that they that they put in like body lotion, like scents and stuff like that, mm. you can't put on your face. So like they have oils that are particular to your face. Like on the base level, they're the yeah. same thing. But they have different oils and stuff that will treat particularly your face skin and give you a glow on your face and, like, stuff like oh. that. And then certain body lotions will, like, actually break you out if you put it on your face. Oh. Yeah. Because I've been doing, like, the most basic. Like, I just use, like, Jergens cocoa yeah. butter lotion. That's what I was about to say. If you have something like Jergens, like, yeah. cocoa butter or healing lotion or something like right. that. It doesn't have any scent. It's just... Right. And the scented lotion I use for my body. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think... I mean... I personally haven't experienced any adverse effects of that, but Mm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I've always... I'm like, why are these girls putting on moisturizer before their makeup? We can just put on lotion. It's cheaper. If anybody out there knows if there's an actual real-life difference between the face... (laughs) moisturizer and lotion other than what i just said like hit us up but i really i mean from what i've seen on the internet it's really the same thing bottle lotion's like two dollars that's what i'm saying i can get a bottle of unscented avino lotion you know like a dollar fifty seven oh man all this skincare (laughs) stuff okay i'm taking notes notes. yeah 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 All right, all right, all right. So now let's talk about some of the many and often conflicting dieting options out there. Uh-oh. Yeah, so let's start with the most popular one right now, which is keto. Ooh. <laughs> a keto or ketogenic diet is a low-carb, high-fat diet that can help you burn more fat more effectively. When your diet consists of very little carbohydrates, the liver produces what are called ketones from fat. And these ketones then serve as fuel, uh, as a fuel source, actually, that the body can use instead of glucose, which is sugar. So once your entire body switches its fuel supply to run mostly on fat, the insulin levels become very low in your body and the fat burning can increase dramatically. It essentially becomes like easier for your body to access your fat stores to burn them off. And when you, when you get into a constant state of that, it's called ketosis. Yes, it's so scientific. <laughs> now, this diet is great if you're trying to lose weight. And there are also other less obvious benefits, such as a smaller appetite and a steady supply of energy, which can help keep you alert and focused. 
The most important thing for reaching ketosis is to avoid eating too many carbs. You're probably going to want to keep your carb intake under 50 grams a day of net carbs, but ideally it would be below 20 grams of carbs. The fewer carbs, the more effective it seems to be. This is my jam. Yeah, we're both. You already know. We're both like doing this right now. I yes. Think. Keto diet. I am a serious advocate. Anyone who wants to lose weight, this is the way to go. Yeah. I have already lost 17, almost 20 pounds, actually. Mm. And it's only been like a month. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah th- this is my jam. I feel energetic. I My appetite has shrunk. Um, I don't feel like I'm like eating when I'm bored or anything yeah. like that. Like, you know, I just feel more creative. Yeah. I mean, it's just so many benefits of this diet. Yeah, definitely the energy is so much. Like... I've been I've been doing it like on and off like I'm not doing keto like full on I'm doing more like a low carb just like low carb high yeah. fat and sometimes yeah. I'll eat carbs but you know yeah yeah it'll a be loose version because I'm breastfeeding diet. so I have to have carbs oh. because my body burns up you know that energy and so mm-hmm. if I don't have the carbs I'll be like mm, you know oh. yeah so I I have to I, I can't can't do it full on yeah. But um, from what I have been doing, it's been such a huge difference. Like, it's actually affected what we were talking about earlier, like, the quality of my sleep. Like, wow. I've been able to, since I don't basically eat any sugar anymore, mm-hmm. it's just been, like, you know, so much easier to go to sleep and to stay asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if I can just get my anxiety under control. Yeah, right. Yeah, just get that under control Pay first. attention to you know, but no, I'm, I'm all for the keto diet. This is, this is my thing. Everything yeah. else, psh, bye. Now, have you ever heard of something called the keto flu? No, but you were talking about that the other day. Please explain because, you know, I guess, yeah, since you're not eating enough carbs, it makes you feel like. Yeah. So yeah. the keto flu is something that a lot of people experience like in the first couple of weeks of doing the keto diet Hmm. just because your body is going through that change of energy source from glucose to ketones and so it 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 makes you feel kind of like you have the flu people can get nauseous uh they can feel headaches um kind of sluggish they could be dizzy oh my gosh yeah i had the headaches and the nauseousness nauseousness oh no oh lord okay look see what this keto diet is okay yes I have the nausea and headaches for sure yeah so a lot of people feel like 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 oh like I have to go to the doctor to get checked for like the flu or something oh my gosh because they're like throwing up and they're so sick oh my gosh and then you know people can get constipated or even the opposite and have diarrhea like it can get bad but it's only for like a few days really i mean the most that people have experienced it has been up to two weeks and that's like the very very most wow yeah but it doesn't happen to everybody just some people because when i started it it didn't happen to me but i think that's just because uh my car intake has still been a little bit high because of what i was saying before the breastfeeding mm, okay. so yeah okay so Okay, how do you combat this? Like, how do you... Yeah, so there's a lot of ways you can do it. Um, The main one is what we were talking about earlier, drinking enough water. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so it yeah, the keto diet makes you like rapidly shed your water stores mm-hmm. and so you gotta replenish those more than you normally would. Huh. Yeah. Another way is to avoid strenuous exercise. Whoopsie again. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. Been doing this all wrong. So okay. just for like that first little bit that you start, just do like if you wanna exercise, do some yoga or like go for a jog or like a light walk or something like that. A mm. leisurely bike, not like a uphill battle or anything mm. like that. Okay. Yeah. But if you're doing anything like CrossFit or just hardcore, like, what's that old one? P90X or whatever? Everybody or Tybo. Remember Tybo? Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> what was it like? Double time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tybo. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> We're here okay. for the early 2000s references, folks. Right. <laughs> and then didn't you mention something about drinking Gatorade to yeah. restore? So you also have to replace your electrolytes. So yes. you can either drink Gatorade or have like one of those little Mio squeeze bottle things. Oh, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you could do that with like anything. Like uh, Powerade. I drink Powerade just because I think it tastes good. Like, mm-hmm. So... It's easy to replenish those electrolytes. Um, you also want to get magnesium. Mm-hmm. And so you can get that through, like, high magnesium foods, like leafy greens. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can actually get, like, uh, magnesium oil. You can get that from, like, Walmart for, I think, like, I think, like, 4 or $5. And didn't you say the magnesium helped with your headache? Yeah. Automatically. As soon as wow. you put that magnesium oil on, like, your temples, it, go- it goes away pretty much automatically. Magic juice. Yeah, it is. It's right. like, but that's exactly like, cause your body is like saying, "Hey, I need some some nutrients. Give me some stuff. You're making me go through all this change, right? Yeah, I need some some extra stuff, right? I'd so, be pissed off too. I would yeah. react back. At yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like we didn't even discuss this. Exactly. First. <laughs> um, okay. Also, getting getting enough sleep is another way. Mm. You know, you can reduce your caffeine intake to help you like kind of figure out uh, the best time to go to sleep. Because right. if you're drinking too much coffee or, you know, anything really Juice, with caffeine, soda, soda whatever, even, yeah. yeah. Too late, even after, like, 3 o'clock. If it really, like... After 3 o'clock? Even after 3 o'clock. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It can really keep you up all night. I just had soda 30 minutes ago. It's caffeine-free. It was Sprite. Oh, okay, cool. We good. <laughs> we good. I'm going to sleep like a baby after this podcast. <laughs> So there's just a bunch of ways you can combat it. You can really do any of these things and you can get rid of it. It's something that a lot of people go through, but you won't necessarily go through it. But if you do, you can really just Google up ways to, you'll know at least like what's wrong, what's going on. Right. You know, oh, it might be keto flu. What are the symptoms? Like, how do I fix it? Okay. Yeah. You know. Wow. <laughs> Tell me something new today. Alright, so another one of those popular diets out there is the one called Whole30. Now, Whole30 is a nutritional program which is designed to change the way you feel and eat over 30 days. The point is to remove all of the potentially inflammatory foods and beverages in your diet, such as like sugars and sweeteners, alcohol, grains, beans, dairy, processed foods and beverages, baked goods, junk food, all that. Stop listening after alcohol. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, in order to do that, keep those inflammatory foods and beverages out of your diet, you would eat three clean meals a day, 
made with the Whole30 approved ingredients such as like meat, seafoods, veggies, and eggs. People who've completed the program experience weight loss and other benefits such as healthy skin, whiter eyes, more energy, better sleep, the bloating, less inflammation, and more focus. Yeah, this ain't for me. No. I'm sorry. Absolutely I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is prison. This is not exactly. <laughs> this is not. This is a food prison. <laughs> this is a food prison. I am not feeling this. And I'm okay, the It's just funny to me that you listed one of the benefits is wider eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know why that's so funny to me. I mean, yeah, is, I guess if you didn't have white eyes, I guess. It's, you would notice. Yeah, but I like, guess that would be bad. That's not something I look at myself in the mirror and go, I wish my eyes were wider. Like, I don't, you know, like, <laughs> I don't look in the mirror in the morning and be like, ooh, my eyes look good today. Like, <laughs> that looks so wild. people that have been on this diet and they they like it i mean but they they need like something that's super restrictive because mm-hmm. otherwise they won't do it so they need like, like i need a very specific list of foods yeah, that can eat, a very specific list of foods i cannot eat mm-hmm. and let's get it going from there mm-hmm. because it's like it's like keto if you just say oh you can't eat carbs people are like well define carbs you know right. so, well, exactly yeah. like, i was eating rice the whole time yeah okay. right exactly <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, mm-mm. Yeah. I, I don't think I can do this. No, but, I mean, like, if you need that extra structure, I would go for it. I've heard good things about it. It's just not for me. That's too much. I don't need no more structure. People have been telling me what to be my own life. Uh, I know. <laughs> I need my dairy. Give me cheese. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, of course, we have the ones that everybody knows, vegan and vegetarian. Oh, gosh. Now, there's different types of this diet, and the most common types include lacto-ovo-vegetarians, who avoid all animal flesh but do consume dairy and egg products. Lacto-vegetarians who avoid animal flesh and eggs but they do consume dairy products. Ovo-vegetarians who avoid all animal products except for eggs. Pescatarians who do not eat meat or poultry but they do consume fish. And finally, vegans who avoid all animal and animal-derived products. Now, a vegan diet not only excludes animal flesh, but also dairy, eggs, and animal-derived ingredients such as gelatin, honey, and whey. Now, one myth that people have about these diets is that they don't get enough nutrients, but vegetarians and vegans generally do consume the similar levels of most nutrients that meat eaters do, so... Oh. Yeah, so... But, you know, as always, a poorly planned diet is going to result in a, you know, a low consumption of your necessary nutrients, so... If you don't eat right as a vegetarian, you can eat, you know, cheese hot pockets. <laughs> you know, not have yeah. meat in it, and that's right. still you're still not gonna get what you need. So, right. but these diets are usually like huge lifestyle changes, which is why they tend to be connected to like a moral code about animals. Okay, first question: Have you ever tried to be vegetarian or vegan? Vegan, no, because I knew I could never live without cheese. <laughs> I knew that was never gonna be me. So real. From so from day real. one, I, I knew that me and cheese were soulmates and we need to stay together forever. Ah, okay. But vegetarian, I have tried to do a lot of times. Really? Yeah. I uh, When college, I lived with two vegetarians and a vegan. Ooh, and so I was heart. like, bless the only heart. one up in there eating meat. Oh my God. <laughs> eating meat. So yeah, I was... Uh, so I tried it out. I was like, you know, whatever. I'll just... See how it goes. Yeah. And it lasted for, like, I think it was, like, three months or something like that. So it wasn't tied to any, like, super moral? Mm, no. Just, I don't really care. 
You just want to try it. I mean, like, whether I personally eat meat or not, them animals are going to die either way. So, right. I don't, of course, like, I don't want them to die terribly in slaughterhouses, but right. I'm, they do. You know, they do. Yeah. So, it is what it is. I'm not going to stop eating meat. I like the way meat tastes. <laughs> I like it. Okay? So, I like it. <laughs> oh, I love this podcast. Okay. So, I tried to be vegetarian as well. I actually had a very deep tie. Mm-hmm. to the animals because <laughs> oh, okay. when I took a trip in Louisiana, I saw t- actually three cows yeah. on a little crate and my mom told me that they were on the way to the slaughterhouse to get popped up. <laughs> she literally told me that word for word. And I was like, first of all, you evil woman, why would you tell me that? Second, I knew she was probably right. So yeah. I felt so bad. Yeah. Tried to be vegetarian, and then two weeks later, it did not work out. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. <laughs> but I tried. I tried. The thing that I did, like, kind of, like, I stopped eating pork as, because, like, pork is the only meat that doesn't really have nutritional value. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I don't need to eat this. So mm-hmm. I stopped eating that. I did that for, like, three years. It lasted for a while. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. but... I think, like, bacon or Christmas ham brought me back or something. Christmas ham? Girl, ham be popping. I understand. Oh, honey glaze. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. Less honey glaze. Yeah, you know. I understand that. Yeah. But vegan, no. I can never do it. Nope, never. Never considered it once. But I do like some vegan meals. Yeah. I do. Sometimes I do like to eat them just to kind of, you know. There are some really good vegan restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of, like. You know, feel healthier. Yeah. You know, we have a vegan soul food restaurant in, uh, yeah, in East Downtown. That's cool. I know. I know. I want to try them out just to see yeah. what they're talking about. Is it black people? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, okay, yeah. it's still going to be seasoned yeah, and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, check them out. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, talk about gluten-free as kind of like an honorable mention, just because it's been around for a, a while, but people do it for medical reasons. Uh, a gluten-free diet focuses on, like, removing protein gluten, which is found in grains such as wheat, barley, and rye. Some people are allergic to gluten or have something called celiac disease, so they have to cut gluten out of their diet. Um, but there are a lot of people that just cut out gluten because they experience positive effects from removing it from their diet. People say that, you know, when they're gluten-free, they experience weight loss, increased energy, better skin health, and less aches and pains while they're on it. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so this diet revolves around a list of like naturally gluten-free foods like fruits, vegetables, beans, natural seeds and nuts, eggs, lean meats, fish, and poultry, and most low-fat diet, uh, dairy products. And you can also eat some light grains like corn and uh, cornmeal, flax, and quinoa. So, I mean, I don't want this to sound bad, but is it really worth it to be gluten-free in like certain areas? I mean, like, for us, I like, in Texas... Like, in Texas, like, I just feel like... You have to work see, really hard. I don't see gluten-free anywhere. No. <laughs> they don't offer it. Maybe Austin. They'll give you, like, extra gluten. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, can I get this barbecue with extra gluten? Please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But maybe Austin, like... Yeah, you know, but, like, my mom, she, she does, she's gluten-free. Because, yeah. like, gluten makes her feel bloated and, like you know, gross, basically. 
And really? it, it messes up her skin and stuff like that. So, but wow. she lives in LA. And there's so the like options a, are endless. Yeah, there's like a gluten free restaurant in every corner in LA. Wow. So, yeah. You know, it's That's pretty different. easy. It just, it really depends on where you live. I, I mean, think so too. Because even when you try to cook for it, it could be difficult to find the right ingredients. Oh, you know, that's, that's, so, that's a lot. You can look up all these recipes and stuff like online, gluten, how to make your own gluten free, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, still, at the end of the day, that's way harder than just being able to go get what you need and bring it home. And a gluten free diet helps you lose weight? Like that? Yeah. In my head, I always thought gluten was like grain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, why I thought that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, like, it's a protein, but. <laughs> interesting yeah it helps it i mean it works for some people it doesn't work for others it yeah. just they, they made a whole south park episode about it so it's pretty popular so i figured Lord. we ought to bring it up <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah Gluten free all right yeah all right so one of the biggest stigmas of living a healthy lifestyle is that it is expensive well so let's talk about <laughs> some of the ways to be unhealthy be healthy and be on a budget so, obviously, the first three things we talked about, getting your sleep, keeping up with your hygiene, and staying hydrated don't really cost that much to maintain. So, you just definitely want to keep up with those at all times. But, on top of that, grocery shopping is the way to go. you got to stop eating out, but not just because it costs too much, because nobody has your best interest in mind like you do. Ooh, I like that. Right. So, you're cooking these healthy foods for yourself, and, you know, there's so many healthy foods that you can get from the grocery store for like less than $2, like a bag of brown rice, mm-hmm. like fresh fruits and vegetables from the produce section, mm-hmm. whole wheat pastas, oatmeal, yogurt, um, whole wheat bread, sweet potatoes, like anything, so much. Yep. Even just like a pound of ground turkey is maybe like 3 or $4, and you can make multiple meals with that. Mm-hmm. So grocery shopping is really just a great way to eat healthy and stay on a budget. Yeah, I think since, we, since the beginning of 2019, David... My boyfriend and I have saved hundreds mm-hmm. of yes. dollars. It's cooking our food and bringing leftovers for yeah, lunch. Exactly. Like it has made a tremendous difference. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, and then on top of that, they have all these, you know, like discount stores like yeah. Trader Joe's. Oh my gosh, Trader Joe's all is so the, good. You know, like places like that yeah. where like they source, they locally source their stuff. Exactly. So, like everything exactly. is cheap because they have their own farms and stuff like exactly. that. They don't have to pay those and, uh, manufacturing fees. And like I told, you know, like me and David say all the time, you know, like, you know, people go to like certain places like Whole Foods for example, yeah. and they buy their vegetables and their meat from there because it's better or whatever yeah. and stuff. And for us, meat is meat. You know what? Like, lettuce is lettuce. Like, like, you know, I mean, if I can get it for half off at Joe B's, I'm going to Joe B's. It's not like it's going to be sitting in my refrigerator for 14 days. You know, and like, I've been eating. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah, yeah, that, I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah. I mean, so there, there are ways yeah. to be healthy on a budget. Yeah. Keep your money. And, and like when yeah. I'll have a little bit more money, I'll go and get like the grass fed beef. Right. When I'm, when I'm feeling a little yeah. like I'm bottling a little bit, you know. I'll go get the organic stuff. But usually anything will work, honestly. I really. There's this really good place in Houston, actually, called Elevation Burger. Really? It is 
fast food mm. with grass-fed beef. Oh, that's cool. And they have the option of like lettuce wraps instead of burger buns. Oh, and stuff. yeah. That reminds yeah. me of Burger Lounge in, in California. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah, I know. I was like, Texas? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, in Houston, though. Like, uh, yeah. You know. I mean, but no, it is, it's great. It, it is a little bit pricier, but when uh-huh. you're, you know, just wanting to get yeah. some, quote, fast food. Yeah. Pretty cool place. So another great way to stay healthy on a budget, though, is to skip the gym membership. <laughs> Start a running routine around your neighborhood. Use the fitness center in your apartment building. Follow along with the yoga video on YouTube in your backyard. Literally, you can exercise anywhere. Mm-hmm. Gyms are great if you can spare the ten to sixty dollars a month for a membership. Yeah, but some of us can't. Nah. <laughs> that extra charge isn't ideal if you're trying to save money, but don't feel like you can't exercise just because you can't get to a gym. Yeah. Even buying some kettleballs and resistance bands from Amazon or Walmart is less expensive than a gym membership. Right, yeah. You can also use household items as weights and look for ways to turn the furniture you already have into workout equipment. Mm-hmm. Try to get outside to do your exercise when you can because sunlight is good for you. Yeah. So what do you do? Um, like I like to exercise at home. Like I use my furniture as like a weight bench or something. Like hmm. if I want to like do some like I don't know sit ups, I'll put my feet underneath the couch so they hold me down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean like I have a whole at home you know routine, but mostly I just like to do yoga. Like in the mornings, mm-hmm. I'll do yoga in front of my window, and I don't want to go outside because it's hot. We live in Houston, but you know, I, I at least I'm in front of an open window and some of that sunlight's getting yeah getting yeah. through. That's cool. Yeah, I've used canned goods as weights before. Oh yeah, 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 I've done that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. definitely use household items. Yeah, for sure. To help with my exercise. Yeah, but, I've even like I I in college I was trying to like you know it's a dancer thing to kind of build up your arch with resistance bands, and so oh, I like tied up a bunch of resist uh, tied up a bunch of rubber bands. And made my own resistance bands. Wow. <laughs> wow. Were they like regular size rubber bands? No, no, not the skinny ones. They were like the fat ones. But were they like long? No. They were like regular size. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, it was like oh. a bag of 100 fat rubber bands. I just cut them all open and tied them together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, look. I was in college and I needed to exercise. And and you had the time, apparently. Oh, girl, I had wow. nothing but time. <laughs> Wow, that is creative. Wow, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. But now, I've been trying to get, so David, mm-hmm. the boyfriend again. Yes. He just got a membership, and I'm trying to convince him to get rid of it. Because, uh-huh. I mean, I know he wants it because he can work out with his friends and whatever, but it's like 45 50 bucks a Ooh. month, which adds up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's gas. Yeah. In this big old city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, work out your friends at home, shoot. You, you know? <laughs> I just put on a YouTube video and call it a day. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. But it's okay. I'm going to get him out of it. It's yeah. Fine. It just takes time. Yeah. Coming for you, David. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that same note that we were talking about, the sunlight can be good for you. Just taking the time out to go outside and let your eyes and your skin soak up those UVA and UVB rays can be so good for your body. Now, 
As we discussed before, too much sunlight can cause several kinds of serious health issues. So you want to protect your skin and eyes if you'll be outside for an extended period of time, like working out or at a festival or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like for short periods, especially early Mm -hmm. in the day before the sun is at its brightest, sunlight can be good for you. According to the World Health Organization, the sun's UV rays helps uh, your body make vitamin D, which keeps your bones, blood cells, and immune system healthy. It also helps you take in and use certain minerals like calcium and phosphorus. So early morning sunlight in particular can help you get sleep at night and get better sleep at night. Mm. Yeah, so up to 30 minutes a day between 8 a.m. and noon is what's recommended with no sunscreen, no sunglasses on. And obviously, the fairer your skin is, the less time you should spend unprotected in the sun. sun. So darker skinned people have more protection from the sun and the dangerous aspects of the rays like we were talking about before because of their melanin. So like me, I'll usually spend like half an hour outside in the morning eating my breakfast and just like sitting under the tree, drinking my coffee, soaking up the rays. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, and even even just that, like I've just been doing it for a while and I've noticed such a huge difference in like my energy level throughout the day just from that. And I mean, that's just something I experienced personally. I, I didn't like find any like research behind or anything but that's been a huge benefit for me of just getting out in that sunlight in the morning did you just say that you eat your breakfast outside <laughs> yes in the morning yes on my deck. you millennial yes i go in the deck on the backyard oh my god are you pinning while you're eating i got my little <laughs> <laughs> i have my little table and chair set up out there under my tree it's oh, so nice do you have like lights around your patio actually okay actually I have mocha latte or something I bought lights to put around my patio and then I was like that's way too much work it it is it's so much it is yeah yes I agree (laughs) and who's gonna be outside at night in Houston anyway there's mosquitoes right yeah so anyway (laughs) okay no that that's a good point though as far as getting morning sunlight I do want to try to take a walk every Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, when I wake up. Yeah. Just to like, you know, like you said, get those like, you know, vitamins in. It mm-hmm. just, ugh, it just makes me feel so good yeah. when I'm out there walking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, the morning sun in particular is just so refreshing. It is. Not too hot, yeah. you know, like just right. Slightly, slightly warm. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I can use a little bit more vitamin D. So I yeah. want to make that into a habit. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So lastly, before we finish up today, one of the things a lot of people have a problem with is letting go of their favorite foods. So let's talk about some of the ways you can make your favorite foods just a little bit healthier. Okay. Number one, replace mayonnaise with Greek yogurt. Add a little garlic, salt, and herbs to Greek yogurt, and you have a delicious sandwich spread. What do you think about that? Yeah, I do this. It's you good. do it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it doesn't taste like mayonnaise. Yeah. But it's really good. But it, it still gives... Yeah, it's the same stuff. It's the same quality. Yeah. You don't want a dry sandwich, so you put mayonnaise on it. Right. You know? But so this is like, good. I mean, like, and you add the seasoning to it, it can even taste better. I was like, just about to ask. Like, yeah. Like, oh, like, okay. if you season, like, I put a little olive oil and some yogurt, mix it up, garlic powder, salt, uh, Himalayan pink salt. Oh, yeah. Um, Cracked pepper and just oh. stir it up, girl. I've never good. done this before. It's so good. 
it's wow. not as thick, you know? Yeah. As, as, yeah, because it's yogurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still really good. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I might have to try this out. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like, add a little peppers, mm-hmm. you know, spice it up. Spice it up. Okay, uh, I could, okay, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> okay. Number two. Replace cereal with oatmeal. Processed cereals that are full of sugar may seem like the easiest breakfast, mm-hmm. but are probably one of the unhealthiest things you can feed your body first thing in the morning. Yeah. Instead, try a bowl of oatmeal, which can take less than two minutes to whip up if you use instant oats. Yeah, absolutely. Girl, that's my jam. I love me some oatmeal, especially the instant oats. Yeah. I do eat a lot of cereal, though, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. But oatmeal is so, e- like, people, I guess when they see oatmeal, it just looks like a long process. I don't know. <laughs> but it's so quick. Yeah, like, yeah. all you have to do is put them oats in some water, warm it up for two minutes, mm-hmm. microwave, and you're done. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not. If you get, like, those, uh, you, you know, know, that big cylinder thing. Oh, of, like, like big old oats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put a little bit of water in those. It takes literally one minute, and they are done you make that for yeah i mean that for my kids yeah, yeah. Like, my oldest daughter that's her favorite thing to eat is oatmeal i don't like oatmeal i don't like the texture i just so you feed it to your kids she you don't say it. it i mean she likes it she don't know the difference what i can't do it but you should be an example no I sh- <laughs> do as i say not as i say <laughs> no but oatmeal is gross <laughs> are you kidding me absolutely not especially if you dress it up with fruit and cinnamon i mean honey. it smells great but once i put it in my mouth i want to immediately spit it out it's so it's got uh, that throw up taste yeah like, like it's chunks. the throw up feel yeah you know the the chunks Ugh, it gets lodged into you Gross. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, gross. Well, I like it. So, y'all can dress it up with some fruit, some honey, some cinnamon. My kid loves honey, Mm -hmm. cinnamon, and chopped up apples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I've even seen, like, chocolate fudge. Yes. On. I was like, wow. Yes. People are so good. Yeah. Well, moving right along to number three. You can also replace butter with avocado. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's no need to replace all your butter with avocado, but you can swap half your butter for healthier fats like avocado. Yeah. You can even replace the butter in your baked goods with avocados, and you won't even tell the difference. It's true. It's true. I just okay, did it. please tell me how true this is. I just made some avocado brownies and girl. You put avocado in chocolate. Yes. You can't, like, you can't taste the avocado at all in a brownie because, if, like, the chocolate overtakes the avocado. And they were so just dense and rich and chocolatey. Avocado. Oh my god! And you make them with all the same like other ingredients. And you do it the same. You mix it the same and like instead of half a cup of butter, use a whole avocado. Wow. Okay. Blend it up before you mix it. Like like get it super mushy. I just kind of like squished it with a fork and then like mixed it with my whisk after Mm. it was mushy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, put everything else in it, and it's so good. I'm going to have to make them for you one day. Really? Like, they're really good. I'm definitely willing to try. Yeah. I'm just, avocado and I know. When I'm I first to... thought about it, I was like, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Right? And then, like, I tried one of somebody else's, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So I made them myself. 
But there's still certain things you can't put avocado in, right? Like, I mean, like, certain treats, like, I wouldn't put it in anything that's like vanilla or mm-hmm. lightly flavored or anything like that because oh, it's gonna gotcha. overpower it. Gotcha. Like, if it's a sweet, I would just stick to chocolate. Like, you could do it in chocolate cake, you could do it in chocolate, like, in chocolate cookies, anything. Hmm. But if it's not chocolate I, or some other really strong flavor, yeah, like amaretto or something, I wouldn't do it. Okay, well, that makes sense. Right. Okay. Okay, well, make me some avocado brownies. Okay, I will. And I mean, you can tell that avocados like butter because avocado toast. You know, people eat toast with butter. Butter tastes good on toast. Avocado tastes good on toast. Exactly. They go together. That makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense. Yes. Well, I'm coming over for avocado brownies. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Number four. Zoodles for noodles. Yes. Zucchini (laughs) noodles are really easy to make. Yeah. Get a spiralizer or use your peeler or whatever. And they taste amazing in a stir fry. You can also do this with other veggies like cucumbers, carrots, beetroots, even sweet potatoes. So have you tried zoodles, my friend? I I, I actually have. And as a person who doesn't like zucchini, mm-hmm. I really liked it. Because I tried it in, like, spaghetti. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like spaghetti with zucchini. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just tastes like spaghetti with kind of some vegetable taste. Yep. That's yeah. exactly how it was for me. Yeah. Like, honestly, I didn't even notice that there weren't noodles in yeah. it. Like, right when yeah. Yeah. Like, the texture is exactly the same. Yeah. Like, I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, no, I yeah, I like the idea. Especially since, you know, I'm doing the keto diet. Yeah. It's a carb. good way to go low carb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other... Like, I guess noodles have you tried? I tried zucchini. I uh-huh. tried carrots. Yeah. Um, I've done spaghetti squash. That's my favorite. Yeah. The spaghetti squash. Because it's yet. easy. All you, you don't have to, like, do any of that. Like, spiralize, peel, all that, nothing. All yeah. you gotta do is wrap it up in a paper towel, put it in the microwave for, like, five, six minutes, and then cut it open and scoop the seeds out, and then scoop the, like the, 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 noodle the, the actual part. noodle part out. Wow. And it comes out, it's thin, it's like angel hair, but it's still, like, perfect. I love it. And it tastes, it doesn't taste like squash, it tastes just like noodles. Wow. Because I, again, don't like squash. <laughs> okay. We are, we can't keep promoting these things that you don't like. Okay, well, I like, I don't like some of these things, but these things of these things I like. <laughs> Zucchini noodles, okay, I like it. Spaghetti oh, squash, I like it. But don't give me butter squash. Butter squash. What is they called? Butternut squash. Butternut butter squash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter squash. <laughs> Avocado squash. Yeah. Just kidding. Mm, yes. Get it? Because you can replace yes. the butter with the... Okay, I'm okay. done. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, God. I've never had that type of squash, but yeah. I definitely want to try it. Yeah, I think you'd like it. It's really good. And and another thing, like, like I don't think that the regular, like, the zucchini noodles work mm-hmm. well with cream sauces. Just because, like, mm. the, the tomato sauce is really strong, so it can overpower the vegetable taste. Right. But the cream sauce doesn't really do it's it. It's more light. Yeah. So yeah. it really tastes like zucchini. And mm. so, like, with the spaghetti squash, it doesn't taste anything like vegetables. So that's the one you can use yeah. for, like, herbs. Any kind of pasta. Like, you can literally herb just thing. make spaghetti squash tossed in olive oil and garlic, and it'll come out delicious. I've seen that before. It's without really any sauce. Yeah. It's so good. Dang, I got a lot of things to try. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so number five. Cool. Flavored water instead of soda. Oh, yeah. Now, we talked about earlier how it could be difficult for some people to drink plain water, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, trying to uh, try buying naturally flavored sparkling waters instead of soda 
or just save some money and do what we were talking about earlier with the, uh, you know, infusing them with a few slices of lemon, cucumbers, berries, strawberries, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. I used to, I used to drink more flavored water instead of the soda, but I kind of fell off, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. There's less sugar. Yeah. In the flavored water. So yeah. There is. Um, like you can get those, the ones from Walmart. That are like zero everything, zero carbs, zero sugar, mm. zero everything. I don't know everything else that that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and they're so good. They're sweet. They're actually sweet. Like sometimes you can get flavored water and it just kind of has like yeah. a hint of fruit a flavor hint. in the background. Like like somebody breathes their strawberry breath into. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. No, but the ones and they're cheap too. Like I got. A big like twenty four pack for like two dollars and fifty cent. Oh wow! Yeah, they're, so they're really oh, yeah. they're really tasty too. I love those from Walmart. I don't okay. know. It's like clear. I think I don't really remember. I shouldn't say that because I have no idea what they're called. Oh, you the say brand. The oh, I was like, shouldn't they all be clear? No, of brand? course they're clear. Okay. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> but yeah, the only reason I drink soda really is for carbonation and sweetness. Right. And yep. like these waters with zero everything do that. So I don't really need soda. That's all I drink now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So number six, cauliflower can be used for rice or potatoes. Now I know there are people like myself. I'm not so good with you right now. Who you hate cauliflower hate too? Cauliflower. Yeah, I do. Oh my, I'm not. Okay, okay well, here's my thing. I used to like it, but then as a kid, I ate it so much, and then as I got older, it just started tasting like farts. Cauliflower tastes like farts. <laughs> I'm about to use this quote on a future social media. Post. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh okay. my! All right. Gosh, that's hilarious. Okay. But 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 oh, okay. Lord. In dishes like cauliflower mash, okay, cauliflower soup. Riced cauliflower, okay, so many others. It can be used as a healthier substitute for potatoes or rice, you know, which is loaded with carbs. Right, right. So the taste and the texture can be really hard to differentiate, and you're going to be eating veggies, which are guilt-free. Perfect for the keto diet. Yeah, exactly, perfect. Wow, but cauliflower tastes like farts, right? I mean, I can't. I can't. It's farts, but no, it's fine. I I love cauliflower. (laughs) Cauliflower... Really glowed up in the last couple of years. Okay, yeah. like it's like a bad bitch now. Yes, for real. You know, I love it. Yeah, we've already tried. We've already done cauliflower rice, mm-hmm. me and David. We've already attempted cauliflower mashed potatoes. It didn't fully mash, but it we just didn't have the right to. I mean, it was like it's still good. It's I mean, it's a little chunky, but he like seasoned it well and it was great. But Okay. We're going to try again with different tools. Yeah. I think I'll try the, the mashed potato version of cauliflower. I think I'll like, like it. If I just, if I can like, you know, do it up, put some. Yeah. Like literally. cream in it or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he did. And that's why it was so good. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, yep. Yeah, I like cauliflower. Yeah. I'm all for it. So I don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> you're one of them like weird people that don't like cauliflower, like don't like water, don't like whatever. Like. Look. Okay. Just like them. Don't judge me. <laughs> just like them number seven and the final one is replace bottled salad dressing for homemade salad dressing now homemade salad dressing is way easier to make than you're thinking and it's much better for you something as simple as whisking together some lemon juice 
balsamic vinegar or even just regular white vinegar. You know, olive oil. It makes a delicious dressing that's healthy and makes every salad pop. Oh, I bet that's good. You know, like in some of those fancy restaurants, that's that's literally how they make the salad dressing yeah. in front of you. Yeah. And they put it on the plate mm-hmm. and stir it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. Yeah, so, Taylor, we, I, you know, we actually made some. We had that party yesterday for... We just talked about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we made some yesterday, and it came out so good. We used white vinegar, olive oil, um, and seasonings, and that was it. Cool. Crushed red pepper. Oh, I bet the red pepper tastes good. It was perfect. We still have some. I'm going to have a salad after this. I think, honestly, like, what you said about uh-huh. it being balsamic vinegar, olive oil, and salt, yeah. lemon juice, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. that just tells you that, like, it's so much healthier yeah. Than the stuff you buy in the store. Because oh, yeah. those things in the store have way more ingredients. Way more ingredients. Way more ingredients. I mean, even the ones that are supposed to be, like, light, quote-unquote. Right, exactly. Yeah, they have, like, 15 ingredients and, like... Like, what are those other things? Citric acid this and right? glutic acid that and <laughs> glutamate and gugutajate. All that. <laughs> I don't need no gugutajate in my dang on salad. <laughs> Wait, say it again. <laughs> gugutajate. I'm naming my first kid that. <laughs> Go to Jake. Jake for short. Okay. All right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, anyway, so, you know, Taylor makes, like, really good, good salad dressing. He even makes, like, good homemade ranch, but. That's Taylor, your husband, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. He enjoys salad. Really? And dressing it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, now that you've heard our tips, we'd love to share some even better ones from Houston's premier fitness and nutrition couple, Jabari and Kathy Teamer of One Jump Fitness. We sat down and talked about some of their best advice for people looking to live healthy but don't really know where to start or are too intimidated to start. We touched on some really great subjects, so here it is. Hey guys, it's Brianne, and I'm sitting here with Houston's own fitness and nutrition power couple, Jabari and Kathy Teamer of One Jump Fitness. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, what's going on? Um, thank you. Wow, that was an incredible introduction. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, if, I, I don't know if I can do it today. My name is Jabari Teamer. And I'm Kathy Teamer. And uh, <laughs> we are a part of the One Jump show. We have our own podcast, and we're just super excited to be able to, um, you know, grace your presence. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh, thank y'all for coming. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we have um we do personal training. Uh-huh. By we I mean Jabari Teamer. <laughs> personal training. But we also have some other programs for um fat loss and healthy living. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, kind of learning uh, more about the, the, the keto aspect and learn how to be like a nutritional expert. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that respect, so. Okay, awesome. All right, so let's jump right in. I got the first question for you guys. What is the biggest positive change you've noticed in your life since switching over to a healthy lifestyle? For me, it's been being able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, sleeping enough. <laughs> because, I mean, we had a baby. You know. Yeah. We had a baby. She's going to be two next month. And... That really turned life upside down, sleeping wise. Oh, it was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Days of just laying on the couch for twenty four hours, <laughs> sleeping every now and then. Yeah, and so getting back to a healthy routine yeah. with sleep, um, this is getting into a healthy lifestyle. That's the biggest impact for me. 
is actually knowing how to get good sleep and feeling rested and ready for the day when I wake up. Which was never, I was never a morning person. Yeah, before. me neither, yeah. <laughs> never. But um, since since doing this, I've been able to wake up and, you know, feel feel some joy yeah. before coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before coffee part. The, that's the key. I think the biggest change for me has been mentally. Um, I'm not as stressed. I'm, uh, my anxiety levels have gone down tremendously. Um, I, I'm thinking a lot clearer. I used to stumble my word. I used to stumble on words and sentences a lot more than I do now. Mm. Um, brain fog was an issue for me, um, and those things have kind of almost dissipated completely with um, just kind of adapting a healthier lifestyle. So that's been cool. And then, and then, in addition to that, relationships have improved, like uh, yeah. relationships with friends, with family, um, just a different outlook on life. So. That's nice. I guess you could say like mental health. Yeah. Our mental health has improved. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people don't think about the effect that your physical health will have on your mental health. So that's an important thing. All right. So what does your day-to-day routine look like? Um, For me, my day-to-day routine is I'm awake at about 5 a.m. Sometimes 4. 4. Yeah, sometimes 4 a.m. I like to get... I wake up, get some electrolytes in, and I get a workout in before the sunrise. Um, after this, uh, when the sun actually rises, I get outside, get some outdoor time for maybe fifteen minutes, just soak up, soak up some rays, eat some breakfast, and then I'm pretty much with my daughter when she wakes up for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then typically uh, I start winding down at about eight o'clock. Um, seven o'clock I'm like getting my body prepared to sleep again mm-hmm. uh, for the night and then about eight o'clock nine o'clock I'm pretty much ready for bed we've got we've got our daughter like down and she's out and so um, my days end pretty early and they start pretty early mm-hmm. and uh, that's been really helpful for me to get like things done throughout the day yeah. and energy wise um, so that's the day for me usually um wake up not at four five <laughs> five-ish yeah i have a day job okay you know yeah so i gotta go to that for a little bit yeah um but i'm my soul is really at home <laughs> my soul is at home with jabari and nana mm-hmm. um but yeah pretty much the same thing i get a workout in not every day yeah but you know three four times looking at you all right um so <laughs> you know yeah and um I like to do, well, I write, so I like to do something related to writing, Mm -hmm. maybe some reading. I have, like, a writer's group I meet with um, online, Mm -hmm. you know, with a baby. Yeah. You gotta find ways. And um, try to get something in Mm -hmm. for for that goal, for writing, because that's what I want to do, ultimately. That's what I am doing. I keep saying that's what I want to do. Yeah, but you are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to keep doing it. I want that to be um, my career. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Along with this. That's cool. All right. Does dieting really work? What about these fad diets? You got this. Like any of them more. Um, I don't think dieting works. I think it works. It's, it's a short-lived thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the term diet. Yeah. It's pretty much like it's going to, it's not uh, forever. Yeah, limited term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, usually when we when we have that approach, when we when we're starting to embark on a new diet, mm-hmm. we're usually thinking about not doing this for the long haul. Yeah, um, we're usually doing it for a reason or for a certain goal or for a certain maybe a vacation or a trip, mm-hmm. and so we go on these diets. And um, I don't think the the concept of diet is really a great concept at all. Mm-hmm. I think it should be more of a, a kind of a lifestyle uh, change. But the on the flip side, some of these diets um, they they really work, mm-hmm. um, even though they're short lived. Um, they're tools. Yeah. You know, we have people that are doing uh, the vegan lifestyle. We have some people that are doing more on the keto side, so they're eating more of their meats and you know uh, fat, mm-hmm. low carbohydrate. Um, you have some people that are doing like intermittent fasting. Then you got all these different diets and. There are tools that, that can um, work for for people um, if implemented properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's when we do think of a diet, you want to think of it as okay, I'm gonna use this as a tool um, to help me get to my 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 goal. Right. But then you gotta also understand that when you when you stop doing that, mm-hmm. then you typically you usually end up kind of getting reverting back to where you started. Yeah. Um, and so these diets, these quote unquote fad diets, they're cool tools, but if we just kind of change our mindset to this is gonna be a lifestyle change, I'm gonna not try to crash and hit it really hard. Um, and basically what I mean by that is, um, usually when we start a diet, we'll go cold turkey. Yeah. So like- I'll, It's I'll so use, extreme. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. extreme. So yeah. I'll use like uh, veganism, for example, um, you know, when people embark on that, they'll say, okay, I'm not going to eat meat ever again. Yeah. Um, and that's cool, but I think it more more importantly, you do should do it like a gradual change. Maybe like one day I will, one day I won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I will for one meal, you know, this things like that. And even yeah. the same for uh, keto, like um, some, we, we tend to like take a hard uh, turn into like no carbs at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, that can be really hard and really mm-hmm. stressful on the body, and it and basically it will fucking suck yeah. the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's it's such a dramatic, a drastic change mm-hmm. that um, we it's something that you can't sustain. So right. I feel like any diet or any kind of lifestyle that you do, it should be like a gradual thing. You be realistic with yourself. Always have a plan, and you know things usually can work themselves out when you. I think it's important to focus on, like you said, it's a lifestyle change and slowly changing your habits. Yeah. So that kind of leads us into the next one, which is we kind of talked about the starting points for the diet. Do you think there's a stopping point for a diet or like how long should you stay on a diet for? Um, I don't. So, I mean, that, that just depends, you know, mm-hmm. um, I can, there, there's a yes, there isn't really a yes or no. It kind of just depends on your your end outcome yeah like some people are doing it for um they they may want to lose a couple of pounds for a wedding that Mm -hmm. they got coming up or a vacation that they got coming up and they could care less how they feel or look afterwards yeah so when you when you have that kind of um a motivation then it's you know it could be short-lived if you if that's something that you're okay with but Mm -hmm. understand that when you come off of that diet and when you revert back to some of the old habits, um, that stuff will come back. Mm-hmm. The weight will come back. Um, if you're if it's you're looking to build muscle, then 
you know, if you're not if you're not continuously doing the things that help you progress, um, then you won't continue to progress. Yeah. It's it's basically like you gotta pay rent every day. You know what I mean? You gotta pay your rent every month. Um, and it's the same thing with with nutrition, with exercising. It's um, you gotta put in that effort. You gotta get to the point where you where you're understanding that okay, I, there is no end goal. If I want to be healthy for the rest of my life, I have to adjust and make make this thing a part of my life. So it just it just all depends on what your yeah. motivation is. If you if you have the goal to stop at a certain point, or if you really want to change yeah. the way you live, in. like yeah. if you're trying to be healthier. Yeah. Uh, no, there general, is no stopping point. Yeah, there's you no just stopping need point, to, right? Yeah. yeah. It was something we heard once. It was like, you have to fight this battle every day, 24-7. And fighting the battle, make the decision yeah. to be healthier. And mm-hmm. it's going to be every day for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, the answer is there is no stopping point if you're doing something that is going to be long-term. Yeah. So if you're doing one of these, like, juicing things, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's, like, you can do it for like a week or something. Yeah. I don't know, because then eventually you're gonna start hurting yeah, you're your gonna organs, need right? Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. So, what would you guys say to somebody who's struggling with the commitment to a healthy lifestyle? I would say, just do one thing. Yeah. Just it doesn't matter what it is, but every day try to do something that is gonna help you more than hurt you. Mm-hmm. So that might be making sure you drink your water today. That might be, you know, having uh, some really healthy lean meats and and vegetables or getting to bed on time. But just make one choice. Yeah. Start off with one. Don't worry about everything because you can easily get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But if you take it one step at a time, that might be the easiest way to start. I think if if, uh, people are struggling with commitment like most of us are. Um, what what has helped me is to find my reason why. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I going to do this? And it has to be a strong enough reason to that will compel you to move out of the current situation that you're in mm-hmm. um, in order to, like, you know, take action. Yeah. So for me, um, my reason why I want to exercise or why I want to stay committed to, like, trying to eat as best as I can is because I'm, I like the way it makes me feel. Yeah. I like to be mentally stable. Um, we have a daughter. I want to have the energy for her. I want to be able, I don't want to just tell her, hey, go sit down because I'm tired and I'm cranky. You know, um, I want to be the best version of myself for my wife. You know, so it's, those are my reasons why. And then, it, you know, and also health reasons. You know, you want to, being unhealthy and like having a, a huge health scare is a scary fucking thing. Yeah. Like it's when you can actually feel like, oh my God, I feel like something is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I could croak any second. Mm-hmm. That shit is scary. Yeah. And so now you have a strong enough reason why to not do the same things and to t- kind of shift you in a different direction. Yeah. So when you when you focus on your why and you have a strong enough reason why, that will really help you with staying committed to um, any goal or you know nice that's a good tip what's the first thing someone should do to start their pursuit of a healthy lifestyle like the very first thing if you decide okay i'm gonna live healthy i'm gonna start right now what am i doing just start just start just do yeah it. just dive in like um i think the a lot of times we overthink mm-hmm. a lot of things and 
when we start thinking too much, then we start rationalizing and we start putting, uh, convincing yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. we don't have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Or you forget about or, it. I'll do it next week. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just go. Yeah. And figure it out as you go. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, and find the valid why, like you said. Yeah. Like, really think about why did you even come to this point where you're like, I want to start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What made you get there? Mm-hmm. Remember that moment. Remember it. Write it down. Yes. Like, remind write down yourself. Your, and write down your goals. Mm-hmm. That can help you too. Yeah, for sure. What are some common myths about fitness and nutrition? Ooh. That's a good one. Uh, ooh, I've got one that I learned about recently. Um, they tell you to have three glasses of milk a day mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. Up. And dairy is terrible for you. <laughs> With all the mucus With and all, stuff, mm-hmm. right? And, there's, and it's bad for your gut, too. Really? And so the federal government and the dairy farmers, uh-huh. like the lobbyists, they got some kind of, I don't know, money, lobbying, <laughs> politics. Yeah. And after all of that, the federal government agreed to like organize these PSAs so um, that, you know, the Got Milk campaign has yeah. all sorts of money. And it's all so that they said they, they're able to make money off of dairy because you huh. should not be having this much dairy. Oh, my goodness. They tell you to have. I mean, we have it probably. We, I know I have it on the weekend. Uh-huh. That's probably it. Like, I try not to have it all the time. I used to have milk. I love milk. Me too. Whole milks. Nice cold glass. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> one time I drank. Actually, one time I drank three glasses of milk when I was younger. Uh-huh. Now that I'm saying this. And I got sick. I threw up. Oh, wow. Just because you're not supposed to have that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's one of the ones I learned about recently. Yeah. Is you're not actually supposed to have as much dairy. Yeah. And that the government is trying to, like, push it down your throat because money. of the Dairy Farmers of America. Not, I mean, I don't know if it's them. It's don't sue me. This is not legally binding. None of what I said. Those dairy farmers. <laughs> Love cows, though. Yeah. Awesome. Boo, <laughs> you got one? Um, I man, there's so many. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Which one's your favorite to like disprove? Um, ooh, I'm I can't even really get into that because I have so many friends that are oh. living a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And when you when you start kind of talking about um the type of foods that you should be eating and in the in the, in, the, the in, in terms of if you should be eating meat, if you should not be eating meat, this thing can get really like it can be as uncomfortable as talking about religion or politics. Really, like people get really pissed off if you tell them, "Hey, you should, you should eat meat." Yeah. If you say that to a vegan, he's gonna fucking. <laughs> we got some problems. Yeah. They're ready to like move some furniture around and start like getting. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, as far as health is concerned, uh-huh. let's not talk about social issues in regards yeah, to yeah, veganism. Yeah. As far as health is concerned, meat is good for you. Yeah. Right. Meat is good for you. Okay. Um, I mean, certain uh, kinds of meat, grass-fed. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Um, it, it it's it's not a, a clear answer because it's you know every there's no one size fit all right. fits all approach right. to nutrition, and so obviously if you're gonna choose meat, you want to choose a sustainable source. You want to choose grass-fed, grass-finished. Uh, when it comes to like eggs, you want to choose a free range. You want to. Mm-hmm make sure that um the the problem is that the 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 mass production of the uh the animal products in these and how they're being raised in these in these farms or and they're just being really unkept is 
is what's causing the really huge issues in terms of our health. Yeah. Um, and, and in that respect, you can kind of understand the vegan side. Because mm-hmm. it's like, this is ridiculous how yeah. these animals are being treated. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, for sure. But on the flip side, when you have some of those, uh, when you have the farmers that are more responsible and they're doing, they're uh, caring for the animals yeah. um, well, and um, then then and then you're also ingesting those foods and those meats, mm-hmm. then you can you can make the argument that um, you know those nutrients from like maybe the organs of the liver or the uh, of these animals um, are actually more bioavailable nutrients mm-hmm. for for humans in general. Okay. Um, so um, that's that's what I've learned. I'm actually taking a keto master class right now, okay. and it, and they discuss about some of the really key nutrients that we need. Um, and I can go off on a tangent, yeah, but um, yeah. th- let's just keep going. But it's it's not a really clear. It's not a quick answer. Yeah. Like, I would take up the rest of this segment to <laughs> talk about <laughs> meat and, like... Yeah, this, the, a solid answer. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I'm <gonna> stop now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, what is the most important thing that people generally don't know about healthy living? Mm-hmm. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. most important thing that people don't know about healthy living is the importance of sleep mm-hmm. and, and it's free and it's, it's <laughs> like you ain't had to buy nothing yeah. <laughs> get your ass if back. people knew if people really understood how important sleep was and i, and I mean quality sleep i'm not talking about sleep just do sleep it. like off yeah. of sleep aids or alcohol mm. or yeah, you yeah. know i'm talking about real quality getting into some rem sleep yeah seven eight hours of sleep um at the optimal hours, 9 a.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., you're down and you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, if people really knew how important that was for health, yeah. then they would they would not sleep it under the rug. And you'll hear a lot of people um, these days, that you, you, you hear it all the time, sleep when you're dead. I'll mm-hmm. sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, sleep is for the weak. You know, all these kind of different uh, what is it, euphemisms about um the grind life or yeah, whatever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um it's Which just is wild yeah just sleep is so important for your health if you look at some of the top athletes like lebron james serena williams uh usain Bolt, uh matt fraser uh he won across he's one of the crossfit champions every all three of the all four of those people have this one thing in common and they all focus on getting their sleep yeah they they talk about like my I, my life revolves around my sleep i'm shutting it down i'm not hanging out at night um um you know no, there's no electronics in my room it's pitch black i'm out and i and um and that's why they they're able to stay at the top of the game yeah that's why they look the way they look frankly um and yeah. they're they're as healthy as they're as healthy as they can be mm-hmm. and it's they they attest to it's the sleep that's know? true even in older age they're still mm-hmm. very strong yeah. athletes mm-hmm. and 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 they look incredible yeah, yeah. y'all look amazing yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly from skin muscles all that mm-hmm. and you know think on that same note that could be a big reason that whole grind culture in america that you, you work and work and work yeah. until you're dead mm-hmm. could be a part of the reason why america is so unhealthy yeah. such a fat country with so like, much insulin absolutely. resistance i'm absolutely. thinking of like 
uh, European countries where they have they close down for like a sh like the businesses close yeah. right and people like will rest and take naps in the middle oh, yeah, of the like day. Oh yeah, Spain, the siesta. Yeah, hours they and, they yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. they shut down for like two three hours and you can get a little nap. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. One of the uh, I just want to touch on another thing. One of the other kind of secrets of fitness or a healthy lifestyle is mm -hmm. people typically think that they lose weight or they build muscle while they're exercising mm -hmm. and that's not when the muscle building or the weight loss happens right. it's not during the workout or the movement it's actually afterwards mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. most of that change happens again when you're asleep that's when the body does most of its uh, restoring it does most of its weight loss if you if you've ever had like a great night's sleep you can wake up the next day and you can feel like, damn, I feel slim. Yeah. Yes. You feel know? stronger. Yeah. <laughs> stronger. And it's, and it's a real thing. It's your body has allowed itself to recover, yeah. repair, um, and secrete a lot of those great hormones. So it's, it all back, comes back. Yeah. That's why babies sleep so much. Yeah. Because they're forming. Constantly yeah, they're growing. growing. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Definitely something I didn't know. <laughs> so, how do you get people to cl uh, sorry? How do you get people close to you on board with making a switch to healthy living? Huh. Um. I I don't. I mean, between Jabari and I, yeah. we had a conversation. Like, it was we've had many conversations because <laughs> we've had you know different moments. It st it all started with exercising. Yeah. We like started exercising together, and we kind of spoke to each other, and like we both kind of want to feel and look better yeah. so let's work out together mm -hmm. and then things evolve you know after we had a child we had to have another conversation where it's like we got to do something about life yeah mm -hmm. because we are struggling we don't feel great we're mm -hmm. tired and this baby continues to grow and she is never tired yeah never mm -hmm. and so um we had another conversation where we were going to figure out how to be happier yeah and to build a life where we don't need a vacation mm -hmm. from life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as far as partnership, that's that's one thing. But as as far as family, I think Jabari has a better uh, viewpoint on that because mm -hmm. he's gotten a lot of family involved. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's to me one of the rougher, one of the harder sales mm -hmm. is to like kind of get other people on board. That's not that doesn't want to be on board. Yeah. At the end of the day, they have to want to do it. Yeah. Um, you can, you can, you can beat a dead horse all you want, and it's not gonna move. You know. So I think what touch to touch on what Kathy said is having a conversation yeah. can really be a, an eye opener. If you if you have a conversation with the loved one, and like I mean a real, not like a conversation in passing, but like a hey, let's meet, let's talk. Hey, I care about you. I care about us. I want us to try to do this thing. Usually when you can usually when you have a heart to heart with someone and, and you kind of show them that you're coming from a place of love. Yeah. yeah. And then you're also not being judgmental about mm -hmm. their life their lifestyle and what they're doing. Um, that's people usually are more receptive. Yeah. Absolutely. When, when that when that um, approach is taken. And I love what you said about I want us to do this. Yeah. Because when you when somebody does talk to you about something that is that maybe you even know is wrong, mm -hmm. um, you can get defensive. Yeah. But when you take it, for, when you make it into let's do it together. Mm -hmm. This isn't something I'm making you do. Yeah. This isn't something I'm pushing on you. I want to do it with you. Mm -hmm. 
and that can be really helpful. And then, and then it's all about gradual change because mm-hmm. a lot of people get they are uh, um, uncomfortable with that change. Yeah. There's a resistance when you think about oh shit, I got to change my my usual thing that yeah. I do all the time. And so if you can kind of have that approach, one like having that com- that heart to heart, but then also say coming up coming up with a plan mm-hmm. and saying hey. You know, we don't have to do this every day. Yeah. Like maybe let's let's do it one day, and then maybe the next day we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe and then maybe the day after we do it again. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like as threatening. Yeah. You know, so that, that's the nice approach. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm. if there's a deer, you know, you gotta be careful. You don't want to scare it away. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the listeners couldn't hear, couldn't see what I did. Gentle but. deer reference there. Yes, we are a deer podcast now. <laughs> All right. Have you guys ever wanted to quit before? And how did you combat that feeling and just keep going? All the time. <laughs> let um, let the let the record show. I'm holding my face. <laughs> Can you hear time. me? Holding my face. Recorded. Um, <laughs> so that so. For the most part, when today, for example, I was exercising at home and it was hard as hell and I wanted to stop those thoughts that you have all the time is, why are you doing this? Yeah. You can, you cannot do this easily. You can sit. There's a count right there. And um, I, I, read, I read somewhere, it was a really cool quote, and it said that your brain is like a supercomputer. And the the words that you speak to yourself is the program that it will, will run. Yeah. And so um, I took that and said, okay, start speaking positively to yourself, even if you don't feel like it. Yeah. Even even like practice it. Like for example, if that workout was really hard, you know it was hard. You know it was the type of thing. Mm-hmm. Just say to yourself, man, that was good. That was fun. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. You know and. That stuff really works. It's just like um, when you purchase a, a white truck. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you got a white truck, and it's your brand new white Toyota Rav Four. Throwing throwing something out there randomly. <laughs> now everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you're gonna see a white Toyota Rav Four. Yeah. You're gonna see your vehicle everywhere. Yeah. And it's not that it wasn't around because it's been there. They've been around. Yeah. It's just that's what we're focusing on now. That's that's um, so when we. When we focus on a certain thing, then we see it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in that respect, <laughs> you know, focusing on like speaking more positively to yourself yeah. and saying stuff like, I'm not gonna quit. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna keep doing this. When you start uh, running on that program, you start finding reasons to continue. Yeah. Um, and, but on the flip side, if you're saying, man, I, I don't wanna do this, man, this is hard, uh, then that's the program you're running yeah. on. And you're, kind of setting yourself up for not necessarily I don't want to say failure but you're setting yourself up to not do the thing that you yeah or at least and making an uphill journey right? yes I was about to say it's going to be it's going to be all harder yeah it's going to suck the whole yeah, time exactly because you're, you're thinking it's sucking yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. telling mm-hmm. yourself that it sucks mm-hmm. uh, Jabari uh, writes me love notes in the form of workouts. Oh, yeah. so sweet. So, you know, he'll even sign it with a little heart at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but I, I, my thing is, I'm going to just take one step at a time. Yeah. Because I easily get overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. so I just said, okay, I'm just going to put on my sports bra. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's step one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm halfway there. <laughs> Next is the pants. And I'm ready. You're gone. But <laughs> wanting wanting to stop yeah. and wanting to not do a thing is is common. It's natural. And and when you can like just own it and know that 
I'm going to feel that way. That's okay. This is just a part of it. Mm -hmm. Don't run away from that feeling. Just kind of go in in spite of. Yeah. Do it in spite of. Mm -hmm. But that feeling is just... It's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. There, there are rare moments when you just feel like, oh, I want to go for a run. It happens. Yeah. Some days it does happen. Mm-hmm. Some days you just want to like go in the gym and kill it. Yeah. Most of the time you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time I don't, but yeah. I do it. Uh-huh. It's a habit. So yeah. uh, we're creatures of habit. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. That was awesome, guys. Oh, <laughs> we did it. Where can we see and hear more from you? You guys have anything to plug? Yeah, you can go to our website, jabariteamer.com, which we need to change that change that um, domain address. But right now, it's jabariteamer.com. <laughs> it's definitely both of us on the website, Kathy and myself. Yeah. Um, you can also f- uh, follow us on Instagram, which is where I am most active. It's uh, jteamer is the is the tag J T E A M E R and. Mine is La Catilandia. Ooh, okay. Catilandia. recipes we post book recommendations um we also post um just different updates here and there mm-hmm. um and then we also have a private group but it's a private group it's on facebook <laughs> it's, it's a group on facebook um, wait you go ahead i was like you're just gonna tell them there's a private group and that's it that's it it's a private group that's all we got um, it's a private group. It's mm-hmm. it's the the members of the group um, are people that have do, are doing our twenty eight day program, and so it's just kind of a community um, that we've kind of built, and we're trying to help people um, stay motivated and mm-hmm. stay inspired and um, just stay informed and stay supported. Yeah, like I think for me the hardest thing has always been in the fitness and health journey is sometimes you feel alone. Yeah. yeah. You feel like nobody else feels how you feel, and this is the worst thing that's ever happened. (laughs) I'm not allowed to eat these donuts, you know? Um, Even though you've had donuts every day. Today is still the worst day because you can't have them. (laughs) But when you go on there on the group and you see somebody else is like, uh, you know, somebody said something like, yeah, today was hard for me, or I'm jumping back in, I've had a bad week. Like, we're all going through the same mm-hmm. thing. We're all human and we all want to eat the donut. Yes. And when you're there and you see somebody else feeling the same way, yeah. that's the way to success is when you have that accountability. Yeah, for sure. And um, camaraderie. Yeah. So, the yeah, the members are either have done it or are currently doing the 28-day program. And if you're interested in doing the program, you can just go to the questionnaire on our website and fill it out. And then after you fill it out, then... It, begin the program then we automatically enroll you into the online community yeah so that's the way that you can that's another way that you can reach out to us too yeah i'm in that program in that group it's so <laughs> awesome you know it helps me it helps me with the the guilt yeah because yes. i get off some days and i'm like oh my god i 
from us and from our guests and I hope that it helps you feel better about starting a healthy lifestyle. Dear Me will be coming to you twice a month and we can't wait to get you more information on helpful topics like this one. Thank you all for listening and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play Music, and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Me Podcast. You can also follow our personal accounts. Follow me on Instagram at Youngfully Employed and on Twitter at TammyR33. Y'all can follow me at Brian Warner on Instagram and Twitter. That's B-R-I-O-N-N-W-A-R-N-E-R. And if you have any questions for us about today's topic or any topic in the past, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Until next time, I'm Brian. And I'm Tammy. Thanks for listening. See ya.